0: Welcome to the Yoga Teeth Podcast, Mindfulness for Dental Professionals. I'm your host, Heather Bolton. Today's guest is the founder of Dental Hygiene Nation, Caitlin. I am so thankful and so excited for you all to be able to take a listen to all her knowledge. She has changed dental hygiene by her company, Dental Hygiene Nation is here to celebrate dentistry with a mission to spread the importance and love of dentistry to those who share a passion for teeth. Since 2015, Dental Hygiene Nation has been creating toothy products to make your very professional lives just a little bit more fun through apparel, accessories, scrubs, quarterly subscription boxes, and more. Let's give it up for Caitlin. I always love doing these, so thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I am so excited to like get to know you and stuff. Yeah, me too. I, I just want to know, uh,
1: like I, I've been following you, but I want to know a little bit more about you too. So I'm excited to
0: chat more. Um, How long have you uh, been a hygienist? Do you want to tell me a little background about yourself? Yeah. Um. So, okay. So I graduated
1: in 2014 from West Virginia University um, I, I have my bachelor's, it was a four-year program. So I have my bachelor's in dental hygiene. Um, I worked, I temped for six months and I realized I didn't know if that was for me and the hygienist I worked with, um, it was myself and a seasoned hygienist and, you know, you come out of hygiene school and you're like, I'm going to save the world. I'm going to teach everybody how to floss better. And they're all, all my patients are going to love me. This is going to be great. Yeah. And it, as it was, um, as it was an awesome and is an awesome career, I realized that not everyone wants to hear what I have to say. Not everyone cares what I have to say. And it was a tough adjustment to learn how to talk to patients Um, So she kind of opened my eyes to the reality of dental hygiene. She talked to me about benefits. She talked to me about the, the heart, how hard it is physically on our bodies. So all things I really wasn't thinking long-term that it just made me think, you know, what, what do I want out of life that it made me question everything. Um, And I think if I hadn't met her, I probably wouldn't have thought deeply into my career as much as I did. So she kind of took the emotion out of 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 everything and really peeled the onion of made me think why I was in this this career. So I thought, you know, I'm young, maybe I'll try dental sales. I want to stay in dentistry, but I didn't know if the clinic side was for me and that was 2014, 2015. So it was I thought I could get into dental sales and it was not as easy as I thought it was. They wanted experience. I thought you know, I'm young, I'm impressionable, but and I thought my hygiene degree would help get me there, and it really didn't. So long story short, to get sales experience, I sold copiers for a year. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I worked six months. Um, I temped and I worked part-time for six months um, at that office. Uh, which was another issue in Pittsburgh. It was hard to find full-time work at that time. It seemed like dentists were doing, you know, hiring part-time, having full-time schedules to avoid requiring to pay us benefits in uh, PTO. So Mm -hmm. that that I didn't like either. Um, That in my exit interview, I actually, he said, is there anything that you would like to say? And I said, I, it upsets me that there is an opportunity for full time. And I feel the, you're kind of avoiding my, or I guess, how do I say, I don't want to be rude to him, but I said, if you had a daughter, would you want her to only have to work part time to avoid paying her benefits and, and pay time off? And it just, he didn't really say much, but I hope I can make maybe question and think more about. You know this is we're human beings, and we deserve we work really hard, and it's a light our life. And I know it's inexpensive to do what he was doing, but it's at the end of the day, this is my career. and it's it's hard to work multiple offices. And I know we do it because that's what's out there, but it's it's tough. So I worked, so I sold copiers for a year, and on <laughs> my year anniversary. I still wanted to get into dental sales and I was building DHN in the background. I was doing this in college. I was, um, I had a social media presence on Twitter. I was designing shirts for fun and it was kind of just slowly growing. And then at my year anniversary selling copiers, I said, here's my sale. Here's my dental sales job. So I went, I quit. I went full-time with dental hygiene nation. I got a website. Um, I used to, I used to sell it on a third party website and, um, I remember I, I, when I put it, I put something up on a website and I said, if someone buys this shirt, I'm going all in. And actually I think our anniversary is next month of that, uh, of that order. And someone emailed and said, is this still for sale? So I said, well, it's go time. So I, she made me buy a bulk order of shirts because I had to deliver I had to deliver the order so that was when I went all in dental hygiene so that's all of my my short but long story
0: no i love it you totally just went for it especially when you're like i don't have that experience okay i'm going to go sell copiers you yep. did everything you could just to be successful it's awesome yeah
1: learned a lot i learned a lot about corporate structure and emails and I think that's one thing that as dental professionals we might take for granted is not having to worry about meetings and schedules and emails and the corporate ladder. As much as it's fun to work towards a promotion, oh I feel like corporations, it's all you do is just email each other back and forth. It's like, do you even right. get just communicating and being in meetings? So I know we struggle with um you know, battling the clock of of patience, but it's nice that it's we just it's you just here you show up, you do your schedule and you leave and you leave work at work and that is amazing. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I do miss about hygiene. It is,
0: but I have a problem. Like I always just want to be working, and so I'm like, I didn't know what to do with myself when I would like leave the office. I'm like, wait, what? Like, shouldn't yeah. I? Be- something <laughs> yeah like I need to tie something up I need closure here <laughs> yeah it's like oh okay then that's great so have you ever worked full-time in an office or were you mostly um split into different offices because I've done the temping and then I've worked like where I was like partial in another office partial in another one yeah, and now so- I'm full-time in in one office
1: not full-time in one office so it was always split between temping and the part-time office I was at one point full-time temping so offices all over and that was an amazing experience I recommend it to any young dental professional I learned so much about what I like about offices what I don't like what's out there what people shouldn't be doing and (laughs) learning like different dental uh, different dental office personalities and what dentists I um really interact better with because it's a family. I mean it's a commitment of choosing your family. So you got a date around.
0: Ah, I love it. Date around. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I I totally agree. I feel like I learned a ton when I was going and temping and just been popping around at different offices. I learned so many tips too from like the season hygienist. Like, oh I would yeah. never have thought of that. It's really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you got to be open to just going with it. Sometimes like you don't know where Mm -hmm. their door is set up. Uh, You don't, you don't have like, you got to make your own little routine that day. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's nice is, again, you go in and there is, I do think there's less office drama when you temp versus when you're in with an office. So um, less responsibility. So then you can really focus on you for that that time period if you're kind of testing the waters with different offices so that was one thing where in the beginning it's nice to not have responsibility but as you become more seasoned in your career you do want that responsibility and you do want to have management in the office but in the beginning the adjustment is so much out of hygiene school that it's nice to not have that responsibility in the beginning I would say.
0: Right I totally agree I feel like it's way less pressure. Yeah yeah. When you tend. Yeah, like I actually thought temping would be stressful, and then I ended up loving it. I was yeah. Like-
1: <laughs> I agree. I totally agree.
0: I love it. That so you just liked designing for fun because that's kind of how I've been. Where I've been designing shirts and clothes like four years. Like every time I was in like yoga teacher training or doing some other thing, I would always be the one like designing something for it. Like because it's fun.
1: Yeah. It is, I love like, it. It was my pastime in college and in, in high school. I kind of got into t-shirts too. I was uh, voted most artistic of my class. Oh, I love yeah, it. I, um, I designed our senior t- a class t-shirt. Uh, for some reason, I always just love like the the art that I like to draw was for like, Oh, that would look cool on a shirt. And I, and I don't right. I always gravitated towards that type of art media and, and I would do it as a pastime in college. And I randomly started a Twitter page to kind of share the humor of dental hygiene school and our struggles. And that's when Twitter was a huge thing in college, <laughs> and I would, like tweet our issues and, and it grew and grew and grew. And that's where I kind of blended, Hey, why don't I show the, the designs to my Twitter followers and maybe they'll like them too. They like what we're kind of interacting with. And that's kind of where it all started on Twitter. Just me kind of playing with our dental saying, the dental sayings I was saying on Twitter that were funny that I had validation through Twitter and we kind of all just came together and joined in on the humor. So yeah, I, I do have an, a very artsy side that it's a blessing that I can kind of have both love of dentistry plus art and in a in the same place.
0: Oh, I love that. You're like my new best friend girl. Yeah. <laughs> but I was the artsy one in my dental hygiene program too. Like that's how that's like, yeah, it was pretty similar. that that's a really cool because I feel like that is more of like a rare thing, even though there's lots of I had some really talented people in my program, but like I'm not naturally scientific like that's something that I actually had to work really yeah. hard for. the artsy yeah. side that was like the easy easy stuff but um that's really cool that it just like naturally occurred like that would be so yeah. sure that's how it is like when I'm driving in a car and I hear a song, I'm like I'm changing the lyrics to be dental yeah do you do that, <laughs> like, that work, work? yeah I'm like oh that would, like like it
1: is like when I'm driving or when I'm thinking I'm like that would be something funny, or I bet you someone else thinks like that would be funny, and it's, yeah. it's, they they pop in your head in the randomest times.
0: Yeah, it's not like you go and do a brainstorm; it just happens.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And a funny story about that just happening. So our subscription box it's called DHN's forty nine ten because it comes every three months, and I was baiting what to call this subscription box. <laughs> And it came to me in the middle of the night. I sat straight up and I said 4910 perio code 3 months. It makes sense. It sounds good. DHN's 4910. It had a ring to it, but it was in the middle of the night and I it just came to me and it was it's it's amazing when cuz you you stress over what am I going to call it, but almost when you put too much thought into things, it takes away creativity. So my my best work is in the middle of the night. <laughs>
0: I love it. It's, I have a, a couple kids and they wanted to be like spies or explorers for Halloween. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? So I called myself an eleven twelve. I love it. I love it. And <laughs> only a certain amount of people would
1: get it, but you enjoyed it thoroughly. And yeah. just, someone else would understand. Yeah. It,
0: who cares? Like- <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I love that. I just love the whole thing that you're doing. And I feel like you are celebrating dentistry and you're making it so fun. So fun. Yeah. What has been like your biggest reward for being able to do this for people, making dental hygiene fun and celebrating yeah. it. Yeah.
1: So like I said when I was um the Twitter page and the t-shirts became a thing then I really thought about making this a company and I wanted to have a mission instead of just, you know, sharing shirt designs and funny sayings. I wanted a mission involved with the driving force of the company. So another part of my story is when I was in hygiene school and I was shopping for scrubs and I, the sales clerk asked me like, Oh, what hospital do you work? at and I said oh I'm actually a dental hygienist and I'm so excited to buy my scrubs for school and then like the day goes on and then as I'm checking out they say again like oh wait what hospital did you say you worked at and I said I'm a dental hygienist do you understand (laughs) Oh, sorry.
0: yeah no worries
1: and the so that's when I felt Like, not like just not represented that people assume I'm a nurse because I'm a female and I'm a young female, that I'm automatically a nurse. Mm -hmm. And in general, I just don't think that's fair. And we, as in dentistry, we make up a a big portion of the medical population. And I think it's the public does not recognize what we do. And half of them can't even say dental hygienist. I can't tell you how many times I spell my email to a just a verizon clerk and they're, they're like can you spell hygiene for me like, how do you not know how to spell hygiene so <laughs> yeah
0: I, so. it took me a while to be able to spell it right
1: yeah. or they just butcher the saying, like gentle yeah. high hi hygienist, hygienist and it's whatever. So I thought we need a company that is here for us and only us. And we're, we're not just one marketing campaign throughout the majority of the hospital campaigns where it's national dentist day. And we get a dental email from our scrub companies. I wanted a company that was representing just the dental population Um, So that was where we came up with the we're here to celebrate dentistry with you and celebrate your profession and make you excited because we're just as excited as you are. We want to keep that fire burning throughout your entire career, whether it's the beginning or the end of your career. We're here to say, hell, yeah, dentistry is fun. (laughs) We We go into the office and sometimes it's it's long and it's patient after patient after patient. So sometimes you do need that pick me up to make that your very professional life, more fun.
0: I love it. But are you doing the dental hygiene nation more full-time now then? Oh yeah. I've been full-time
1: since uh, 2016. I officially got my LLC. I did the whole company thing. Um, I brought on my first employee in 2016. So it's been full-on dental hygiene nation since 2016. And that I was temping a little bit in there, but it was you know like on a Friday just to before I decided if like is this really what I want to do and it just like I would like kept my toe in the water of clinic, mm-hmm. um just to be sure. But yeah, it's been it's been go 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 ever since 2016.
0: So fun! I love it. How did you come up with your logo? I feel like it's very iconic.
1: Yeah. Oh well, that's like a, a big. Big story. Uh, So last year was our five-year anniversary. And I was looking for someone to help me with social media management. It was, it was beginning, Instagram has become this huge like a beast, I call it. And in social media in general, there's just so much work that goes into it. I thought I needed some help. So I found a designer um, on TikTok and I originally wanted her to help me with social media. And she said, what about a rebrand? And I never thought about it. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. You know, I'm just really looking for social media help right now. And then she brought it up again. I'm like, okay, maybe I need to look into this because she's an expert. I love, she she re- does rebrands for um, a lot of other companies that I love her style. And I thought, hmm, maybe this is a, a sign. So our original logo was a gold. Tooth. So it. Are are we used to have a saying called "Be the gold tooth, It'd shine on and shine onto to others um, as you shine on to yourself." So because in hygiene school, my first, one of my patients had the first gold crown I've ever seen, and you know amalgam gets disgusting, but this gold crown, it's like in hygiene school you're seeing everything for the first time. I remember being like. <laughs> Wow, I can't believe how good this looks, and it was just so shiny. So that was it. Really had nothing to do with the company. I just like liked it. Um, so we had like a cursive font and the and the gold tooth, and but it really wasn't representing the company itself. It was just something I liked. So I I felt I really thought it through, and I decided to do a rebrand last year that was more more iconic, more represent uh, that represented the audience. Of dental hygiene nation and something was that was more memorable i feel the the old tooth that i used i know to the common person it looks like all teeth are like the same and they wouldn't see the difference but it was beginning to it was hard to stand out amongst the other dental companies that were kind of popping up in the market and i wanted to make sure we looked different and that was kind of the driving force so bring it in with the audience stand out and just really shine of what we stand for. So that's where, um, she designed this new, uh, we call it a drippy tooth. I've heard it called a juicy tooth. Um, we get a (laughs) lot of questions on like what, what is the drip? Um, but it's kind of a ironic take on pop culture of, you know, we're here to have fun we're here to, it's, it's not something you, doesn't look normal. So it and again, it stands out. So we're here to kind of test the limits of dentistry and, and think outside the box. So I haven't decided if it's fluoride or prophy paste or etch because it really doesn't like the consistency doesn't really look like prophy paste. Um, but it's just fun. So we say whatever you want the drip to be is is what is what it is. But I'm obsessed with it. I, at first, when I got the draft back, I said, Ooh, I don't like this at all. Cause at first she kept the gold and it was like a yellow gold on the top, oh, like okay. black. It looked disgusting. <laughs> and you know, She's not going to understand that she doesn't come from dentistry. I'm like, the dental fam is not going to like this. They're going to say that this yeah. looks disgusting. So then she just flipped it to purple and it gave it like a whole new vibe. And I, I was hesitant at first, but I just grew I want it everywhere. I want it. Like, I'm like, I wanted a magnet on my car. I want a mural in my office. I'm just like, I want it everywhere. So I knew it was, it was right. Cause it's just, it, it was a new identity for us. So I love
0: it. I love it. I think it's amazing. And it, like the way that it like speaks to me is that hygiene, dental hygiene, oral health is like a way of life. Yeah. And it, yeah. it it's dripping into my life too. Like, no. Oh, I love that. I That's trying, like, not, yeah. Yeah, I, I love try. mantra. Oh, yeah. I love it. All the, like, we, like, as hygienist, like at least for me, I have a hard time not talking about it. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to talk about it on the date. Okay, I'm not going to talk about it with my family at this dinner table. We're not going to talk about the maggots that I saw out of this person's teeth coming out. Like, we're just, I'm just not going to do that. But for me, it's a way of life too. It
1: is. And it um, really does they come up in, in just like talking about overall health. It's like, sometimes you're right. Like I can't help it because it starts with the mouth and I mean, I, we all know that it's it's hygienic, but it's. it's I wish the public would understand that. And, and even in medical, I think it's hard to get traction in medical and just looking at like the yoga mantra of the way of life. I mean, that blends so much into oral health. And um, I do, I go to yoga once a week. I have a hot yoga studio. Oh, so no, I love it. Changes my life. Like she yeah. just makes me like, especially like right out of college of stress. She taught me that. You know, you sometimes just got to appreciate the little things like thankful that the sky is blue and the grass is green. I'm like, that is, I always go back to that statement.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I love it. Like my mantra, like for my company is basically just mindfulness for dental professionals, but it's healing minds and teeth.
1: Okay. So tell me a little more, cause I, I want to know more about that. Like how, um, how can How can dental professionals kind of work that into their life to have better, have better ways of life? Like, I mean, it's like,
0: yeah, it's crazy because there's a lot of burnout, like what what you were talking about at the beginning of this interview with your really great mentor that you had. And she kind of like may help to, and influence you to think outside of the box. Yeah. Like, to burn out everything. And so it's really important for us to have mindfulness as dental professionals so we can avoid that burnout even though eventually we may have it. But even just uh meditating while we're scaling, tooth by yeah. tooth and check in with yourself. Yep. Check in with ourselves, being mindful about our ergonomics. It's endless.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I, you know, when I when I talked about the battling the schedule I am so a go with the flow type of person that it that was probably my biggest struggle I was constantly looking at the clock it's it's definitely my weakness of time management and I feel like I was just always just like what time is it what time is it and I think that leaves little room to reflect even on the day as soon as you're done do your notes you clean up and like you said you leave and there's really not a set time for you to just be sitting in a meeting and reflecting or answering emails in the morning as you slowly ease into your day when we get to our work it's turn the sterilizers on get your room ready check your schedule have your morning uh office meeting it's just boom 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 and there's that is so true that you don't realize there's no downtime to think about even what's your next step in your career
0: right exactly i didn't know what i was gonna do like I because for one of my classes in dental hygiene school we had to pick like a a second career choice like kind of as a backup just oh, thinking about it it was really that's really good yeah like, so there was like researchers entrepreneurs sales um, like what you were you chose um, progressing and becoming a dentist if that's what you were wanting to do and I was really thinking about dental school yeah but then I met Malia she. Of hygiene edge. Yeah. 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 She came and was a guest speaker. And I was like, that's me. Like and you were
1: like you, were, like, you like felt this gravitational pull of like yeah. I want to be her.
0: Yeah. And I just resonated with me, like, okay, that makes sense. So I'll get my MBA. I won't go to dental hygiene school. That will help with that. And I felt like okay, that's really good for my personality. And all those options. And there's even more options there's so many options for dental um will hit and manifest to them differently yeah yeah like we all just choose like what makes us happy and then it will just come and yeah amazing like you you just were able to like say this is what i want to do and you made it happen
1: and i think that's like the way you put that is is like my best advice to young um, professionals, or even if you are experiencing burnout in dentistry, it's, you gotta just follow what interests you and what excites you. And if you don't have that excitement, then something's got to change. Because this career has so much to offer us. And there's an opportunity waiting that you might not know it yet. Just like I thought I wanted to do dental sales and I thought I wanted to work for Crestoral B and, you know, go to do lunch and learns. And when my opportunity was sitting right underneath of me and I didn't realize it until I looked at things differently of, hey, this is this is what I need to do. And why does it have to fit this mold of of sales? It can be my own path that something was just drawing me to keep going. Um, And it was scary, but I took a leap of faith that I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to try this and it worked. And I look back, I'm like, I don't know how the hell I pulled this off and how (laughs) just, you just think like, how did this happen? How did, how did I manifest this career from just a Twitter page? And I, I think one path, you never know where that one office or that one meeting or that one network connection is going to lead you because I have so many webs and threads of how I got to where I am today, but I never knew that was starting my Twitter page. So if I knew then what I know now, I'll take any opportunity or any meeting or any lunch and learn because you just never know. And I think that's the biggest advice is to just stay open and stay curious and question everything sometimes, and it's okay. It doesn't mean you love dentistry less. It's just kind of like, hey, maybe there's something new I can try.
0: Yeah, exactly. I feel like always wanting to improve ourselves and our education. Like, the opportunities are endless. Like, in an MBA class that I took, um, it's not just talking about profit and all of that. It's talking about opportunities that are lost also. Mm -hmm. So, like, trying to help with opportunities and like for example like Central Park in New York City like they're losing a lot of opportunity profit by not renting out a lot of that space to
1: so
0: that's like an opportunity lost but they think like they're thinking that oh well the land and that Central Park is just so amazing we don't want to get rid of that
1: yeah we don't want to rent it away
0: yeah, exactly. So you just have to do the pros and cons. Like, is this an opportunity that would be good or do I want to keep it how it is? Just like when yeah. you have the new logo. Like your previous logo was super fun and awesome too, but you have really liked your new logo and the rebranding has been really awesome.
1: And it it, it it felt right. And I think that's yeah. when you have to know if you have reservations, listen to your gut because you're so right sometimes if the opportunity is there is it the right time? If you have hesitation, maybe it isn't the right time. And, and sieving through, is this a fear or is this a bad feeling? And I think deciding between those two is, is really, really, really tough that I had that same issue with the rebrand. It's, I had to sit and reflect and think, am I just scared or is this going to, am I, or is it something that's, it's going to be bad for the business. And I said, it's not going to be bad for the business. Then jump off the cliff. And this might open new doors. And it has, it's crazy. The things that it, the doors that it opened that I didn't even expect that I'm glad I, kind of decided, okay, I'm just afraid it'll be okay, but nothing bad is gonna happen. It's not gonna no yeah. one's gonna stop buying from DHN because of the the new logo. So it was it was a
0: safe Oh, I almost <laughs> did. I I was like, oh, what happened?
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I it's okay. right, I didn't even
0: I didn't even get to hear like there
1: there was a lot of chatter going on and it's like it is I mean it was five years. It was our identity and it was our loyal followers were like who are you? What?
0: Why? Why did we do this? Oh, I love it. But I love purple. So I'll never say no to purple.
1: Yeah, I know. But Change is hard. Change is hard for everybody. It is. I I was worried about what the what our loyal fam would say that, you know, like, because it's it's for you guys. It's it's yes, it's kind of my company, but it's kind of like we're all in this together.
0: Right. I love that. I love how inclusive you are in wanting to just celebrate dentistry and make it fun. Like with your fun sayings, like it just it brings joy. Like, I think I have one of your sweatshirts that says I get distracted by teeth. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just so fun. I love it. Because yeah. a lot of times like dentistry is like this anxiety bringing thing or yeah. um, this weight on us. And it, you're making it like a light. That's the whole reason. Yeah. I started yoga teeth for trying to have mindfulness and decreasing the burnout. To um, just in a different approach. Like, and do you feel like there's more smiles in dentistry because of you? I I would say so. I I, I that
1: is like what my only dream is to again. Like I love how you said, and I love that you feel that. It makes me so happy that you feel that we make it lighthearted because that was always my goal. Like. Let's shake it up. I mean, I remember being in hygiene school and everyone was just so nervous for tests and, oh my God, boards. And it's like, we can laugh a little bit. We don't need to be these robots that show up to right. clinic every day or show up to the office. We're real people. And yeah, we show up, we're work professional, but we can also be a little bit of ourselves a little bit when it's be yourself at the office. Right. Um, and that's where I love, I'm heavy on the humor with our social media. And and it's like, we all, we all want to appear as these intelligent medical professionals, but it's okay if we laugh amongst each other because we do struggle together and it's okay. And it, you don't look less intelligent if you make a joke about Profi pace and, and it's, <laughs> you know, it's just like, or, you know, share a struggle of a, a funny patient story. And it's like, you got to you got to be respectful but at the same time it's it's okay to loosen up and you're still an amazing clinician
0: if you loosen up a little bit. I completely agree and there's different patients that also need that humor for the connection. Yeah. And if they can have that connection they're more likely to listen to our knowledge. Yeah. So sometimes we need that connection and that humor.
1: Yeah, and it's, I think we're perfectionists. What I've seen is I, myself. I mean, I can relate to all of our follower, all of our followers, because I'm that person too. So that's where I kind of think, like, what do I need right now? And I'm a lot of times I'd be head in the sand of my my appointment of you know, staying on time, and do I have my materials? And you just you lose sight of the, the bigger picture of I'm here to help this person and. It's also about making that appointment enjoyable for them too. And having that human interaction and getting to know the patient and not always just talking about, are you flossing? And there's a lot you can learn from your patients too, Mm -hmm. and they can learn from you and you build trust. I I think that's a huge um, missed opportunity is building trust with your patients just by just talking and being relatable. Um, And you you would be surprised how much more willing they'll take your advice when you just sit down and just ask them a random question.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Especially since um if we meet them like as humans, yes. not a health professional like talking down to them or like yes. they're going to be way more receptive and like interested. Like I had a patient the other day and she told me about a cheese bread that award that like she submitted it to good housekeeping and she won an award from the recipe. Like Oh, I want that recipe. And so we Googled it on the top real quick and was able to like, and then we were able to talk about her flossing habits and all of that. Like, yeah, just talking to them, like just uh, humans and just having discussion rather than a lecture. Like, even though I don't think any hygienist is like meaning to lecture at all, yeah, like, no, no. we have to be really mindful about it because none of us I feel like are really judging the patients, but some Not people at all. feel judged yeah. if we just say, you need a philosopher and then that's it.
1: Yeah. Because it's, it's we're so passionate and it's it totally comes from a place of passion where we want to help people so much and we we see all the improvements that they could be making, but the delivery is super hard. And that I don't think that's something that is easily taught, nor is it really discussed in hygiene school. you know, it's very science driven. And we do talk about um, chair side conversation, but it does take practice and learning from the seasoned hygienist on how to approach on why they need x-rays today. I mean, it's it's a dance. It's like, how do you, how do you talk to the patient about what they need in a way that relates to them? Because not everyone is is, I guess, agreeable in the same way. So I might talk to you differently about an x-ray and relate to the, another patient. And that's really hard on us. And it's not easy. It's okay to not have it right the first time. But I think practicing on how to how to deliver to patients is something I wish was more practice and more talked about. Because it's almost, it, it's, it's kind of like a sales pitch in a way of you're selling better health. You're not selling money or monetary things, but it's how do I educate this person to want this treatment? And that's that's hard. We actually did a for graduation this year, we did a theme of the butterfly effect.
0: I loved it.
1: I like the the vibes and the connection when I was designing this collection and we i actually found a dental related article on the butterfly effect and how the 3 to 1 so for the for the listeners so mm-hmm. if you haven't read it um it's on our website if you search butterfly effect it was to instill a method of 3 to 1 so with the butterfly effect it in pure definition of the butterfly effect is random things can actually make an impact. So this consequential of uh, events that has no pattern can actually have a pattern. <laughs> if you want to Google it, that's probably a, the worst way of defining it. But it it shows that the more you do something, the more positive and more um, success you will have. That it it you feel like you're doing nothing, but everything does result in success. So it related to dentistry as this three to one method that if you compliment um, your patient three times to one negative comment, they're more inclined to, mm-hmm. listen in, um, to listen to your advice and actually do the home care, for example. And its it, it can be seen as, okay, you're throwing fake compliments, but you could say something as simple as, I notice how well you're brushing in the back. I mean it can be legitimate compliments but point out three good things. And it can be it can be about what they're wearing that day or it can be totally oral care driven that obviously you want to stick more towards oral care cuz who doesn't want to hear a compliment about their like they're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And and it's just crazy how once you leave school you don't kind of learn how to, again, talk to your patients. So it's that easy three to one. Ah, I didn't realize we were talking for so long. I didn't realize what time it was. Well, I could talk to you all
0: day. Like you're, you're super fun. (laughs) But you were talking about the three to one ratio. Oh yeah. Just in simple form.
1: It, every compliment counts every, every little thing counts and it can lead to a bigger impact. So the easiest way to remember three compliments, to one negative compliment. So don't just say you need to floss more as that's like the easy, you know, attack on hygienists is like, stop telling people to floss. Um, but I, it's, I wish I hope that's can make an impact and help you better talk to your patients.
0: Yeah, I totally agree, but I I totally understand this the other point of view too. Like we're in a hurry, we yeah. have to be on time, we have to do this. Okay, well, uh, all I have time for is right now to say, okay, floss more. So yeah. that it's hard. Yeah, you know? and so um, so, like trying to be able to talk to them while they're cleaning or while we're making their next appointment, like get to know them. Yeah, like multitasking. We're having to multitask. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah there's so many times where even when you're out chopping and someone's like you need to buy this and you're like who are you to tell me what to do you know like you have to it's like it's like a it's a it's a date it's a romantic like, you got to warm them up you gotta I love it gotta get them yeah. in the feels and then you got to deliver yeah. what they need to do and and it's it's i i hope that that again yeah i hope that can make an impact and I hope our little blog post post was found somewhere in the senior life and and because it's it's very powerful.
0: yeah, literally, little compliments really can make a difference with are uh, the people that we just see day to day, our patients, our coworkers, um when we meet people yeah, like like in in the the office. yeah, exactly. And I feel like it warms them up too like because we have to read the room like, Every time you meet and someone new, like at a conference or or every time I meet a patient in and off, I have to read the room in like thirty seconds, yeah, to yeah. try and figure out like what how should I interact with them during this appointment or during this podcast interview or anything like that. And I think you're doing amazing stuff. you're total you're a celebration icon.
1: oh, thank you. and and i I'm a I like doing the educational parts too and like the off topic, you know, not the sciencey textbook things and kind of bringing that, that older sibling take on, Hey, we can help guide you. And because I had that um, very, so I look back at how that seasoned hygienist really opened my eyes and I hope to be that hygienist uh, or that just that help to any dental professional, because sometimes you're in that office by yourself and you have no one to talk to or no one to turn to that. I hope we can be that person for them too.
0: Yeah. I love that so much. Thank you so much for being on the yoga teeth podcast today. I really appreciate it. How can people contact you if they'd like to contact you or, um, if you could tell me your website, um, Instagrams.
1: So I do manage the Instagram. So if you want to get in touch with me personally, I would I would DM, um, Instagram DM me if you have any personal questions and happy to lend uh, a consultant. I, I, I love to answer questions, whether it's business related or hygiene related, I will do my best, or I'll point you in the right direction. Um, and you can visit our website, dental Um, and our Instagram is D T H Y nation. Um, look for the drippy tooth. Now it used to be the gold tooth, but look for the purple drippy tooth and, um, or our customer service, Uh, they're great. Uh, We're also newly on TikTok, so you can search down on TikTok too, and Facebook. We don't do much on Twitter anymore, unfortunately, our our OG platform, but we gotta gotta spend our time wisely. So Instagram, our website, or TikTok, um, and hopefully we can make your life a little more fun.
0: All right, I love it, thank you so much. And I'll add all of those to your summary awesome um, the podcast so they can just go to a link and maybe i'll uh find the also that butterfly article i could
1: yeah that would be I great like, yeah. so too. i can send you that over so thank you so much for talking yes. and having me i was i can't wait to get to know you more even even off the podcast so thanks for having me i feel so honored
0: oh thank you i hope you have a wonderful day Thank you again, Caitlin, the founder of Dental Hygiene Nation, for being a guest on the show today. I will put all her links in the podcast notes. If you have any mindful tips that can improve a dental hygiene career, I would love to hear them. I am always wanting to improve on this important topic. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Yoga Teeth. I'm Heather Bolton, the yogi hygienist. Namaste.